Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Regular Guy Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Dave. It is January 21st, 2021. We are rolling into the AFC Championship, NFC Championship weekend. Um, We're going to take a quick look back at last week, but um, this is all about the championship weekend. So um, I'm joined by James today. What's up, man? Hey, man. What's going on? Thanks for having me on. How's everybody doing? Uh, As usual, make sure you guys get over to the website, regularguysports.com. Make sure you're following us on social media. Twitter is at RGS time. Instagram's hashtag regular guy sports and Facebook.com backslash regular guy sports. So I think this weekend particular in these games. I mean, I think this is the closest I can ever remember an AFC and NFC championship game mm-hmm. as far as the odds go. Um, both right now are stuck at three points, so mm-hmm. basically both home teams are favored by three. It's pretty much as even as you can get. Um, I mean, there's just no clear favor. I mean, this is probably the toughest. I'm, I've gone back and forth all week. Um, I can't wait. So we're going to get into that in a little bit, but first of all, let's take a look back at last week. Yeah. Uh, Rams and Packers. Uh, Packers won 30, 32-18. Um, you have any thoughts on that game? No, I think that was pretty quick and easy. I think obviously the, everybody knew how that game was going to go, and it was the line was set accordingly. I think it was a pretty easy money maker if you went with the Packers in that one. They took care of business at home. It was a cold weather game. They looked good. Um, we'll talk about them more coming up. Yeah, um, I was kind of impressed. I was surprised. I I love the Packers, and that put quite a bit of money on them for, just to cover that uh, six and a half seven points. But I was impressed with the Rams. I thought Goff played really well. Um, you know, especially without Cooper Cup, I think that might have been a different game with with him there. Um, you know, I think that's going to be the one kind of kryptonite with the Packers is their defense. I think they're that's definitely the weakness of their of the group, and um, they give up yards. And the Rams did a pretty good job of it. Um, I think the biggest thing with me, I mean, especially in that first half and into the third quarter, is how um, how good Aaron Rodgers looks, how good that offense looks. But um, you know, I thought the Rams looked pretty good. I, I was I was impressed. So I thought that was going to be a blowout, and really it was. It was close. I mean, I was I was I was actually impressed with the Rams. You know, I'm pretty much a hater on them. Um, I thought they played pretty well. And that's kind of the story of Jared Goff. Um, he's either on or he's not on at all. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. truth. Yeah, and Goff, he played from the very first throw he had. Um, he looked confident. Um, the throws were there. He was making, you know, the right read. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it's just not their year. So it's going to be, you know, where do they go from here? Um, for, especially for the Rams. So um, the next game on uh, Saturday was the Ravens at the Bills. And, you know, for me, I think the right team won this game. Um, but I think for the Ravens, you know, they have a lot of questions moving forward with Lamar. I thought he was awful in that game. Uh, but at the same time, the Ravens left a ton of points on the mm-hmm. board. Um, obviously, the pick six was huge. They missed two field goals. Um, Tucker missed two field goals right away, which – you know, wouldn't have won them the game, but, you know, that stuff matters. And um, the Bills did what they had to do to win. And the Bills still haven't played a very complete – they haven't played a complete game in the playoffs yet. So, um, I think that bodes well for them. That You know, if they get things clicking here, um, they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, I, I agree 100% with you. Um, I think – I think offensively, well, both teams offensively, like you said, they had they left a lot of points out there. I think the Bills even missed two field goals, which is crazy. That pick six really turned the whole tide of the game. That was a really impressive play on the defense by the Bills. 
especially to have it be that long, over 100 yards. That was crazy. Um, I think both teams played defensively. They played pretty well. I think the score was a little misleading. I think you're right. The right team won. But if you take that pick six away and then you put in the field goals that were made, it would have been a 16-9 to game. And I think that's a little bit more... Um, a little bit more close to how it should be, and uh, that's uh, that's the right team one, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, so the next one was um, the Browns at Kansas City. Um, Kansas City won twenty two seventeen. Um, this is another example, I think, for me. It reminded me a lot of the Buffalo and Baltimore game where mm-hmm. Cleveland left some serious points on the board. I mean, I know everybody kind of points at the. Um, you know, the Mahomes injury and that, I guess, concussion or whatever the heck he had. Um, but I think for me it was that um, that hit out of bounds where the ball got fumbled out of the back of the end zone. So that yeah, was huge. That was huge. That changed, that changed everything. Um, you know, the other thing as well is, you know, Baker Mayfield I thought was – he was awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it reminded me a lot of the, uh, the Rams game where I thought Cleveland, they were good. They looked really good. They came to compete. Um, Kansas City didn't look great. I mean, they haven't looked great. And, you know, that's what we talked about last week because one of my favorite bets was Cleveland covering that. And Kansas City's still in that role where they're, they haven't beat anybody by more than six points since week nine. Which is crazy. Um, they're just, yeah, they're just not blowing people out at all. Um, settle for a lot of field goals. Um, they kind of get a little cute with the offense. Um, and I, I thought they, they didn't look very good. And I know, you know, people are going to talk about that injury to Mahomes, um, but – you know, I thought even before that one, when he hurt his toe or whatever he hurt, I think that was a worse injury than his head one. Mm-hmm. He couldn't move anymore. Um, he wasn't planting at all. He wasn't getting any velocity on the ball. So I, I thought Cleveland, I thought they did a good job. I think I think they got a really bright future, obviously. Yeah, I'm on the same boat as you with that one, too. Um, I thought the Browns the, uh, this week and the week before that in the wild card round, they've looked great. I thought Baker Mayfield, to your point, has this looked, I think he's looked absolutely great. You know, it's he's always had the issues, obviously, following him around um, with off-field stuff and his size being a problem and his accuracy and things. I thought he had a really great season. I think the fact that the you think about they didn't have Odell Beckham at all in the final stretch of the season. They didn't have him at all in the first round of playoffs or in this game against Kansas City. That's huge. I mean, that's guy's a playmaker down the field, and you're absolutely right that that, that Higgins fumble out of bounds was – I mean, we see this uh, at least three or four times a year in the NFL and during the season. Or that'll turn the tide of a game, or you know, somebody who's new to the game, well, it's very confusing. And then, well, why? Why is that a touchback? But you know, that really did change the tide of that game. I thought Cleveland played perfect. They played the way that they needed to play. I love what Stefanski's doing there. Um, and the Chiefs, they worry me. I don't, I don't understand what's what the issues are. I love Andy Reid's play calls at the end of the game. Um, and my final point on this, I want to ask you. There's there's a lot of outcry from Chiefs fans. I have a Chiefs fan that I'm friends with, I'm actually pretty close friends with, and they won't stop with calling that a dirty hit on Mahomes. I don't think that was a dirty hit at all, I and mean, I don't understand how Mahomes got a concussion. Well, I don't think he got a concussion. I mean, I watched that thing. I think he, he didn't hit his head out. on anything. No, I think he got choked out as the artery going up the side. Of your, it looked mm. like a headlock, and it looked like he just he put him to sleep. Basically, it was like a MMA move. And they started reporting that. Jay Glazer started reporting that right after the game. Yeah. And that it wasn't a concussion. I mean, because it doesn't take much. I mean, if you if you cut that artery off, it, you know, you lose all blood to your brain. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you think that was dirty by the Cleveland defender? No. You think it was just an in the in the moment kind of deal? Yeah, I thought it was a terrible call by Andy Reid. I think that was awful play mm-hmm. calling. I mean, why would you uh, put him in that situation? Yeah, no, I mean, it's not even that. It's just Mahomes is, you know, he's got his toe injury. He's limping around out there. I mean, he looked really weird running after his, 
he hurt his foot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just don't put him in that situation. So, um, yeah, I thought it was fine. I didn't think anything. I didn't think it was a bad tackle. It was just it, it was what it was. But, yeah, yeah I, I watched that play so many times, and yeah, he didn't hit his head. No, That's and not at all, not on the ground. Because you think you thought maybe oh maybe he bounced it off the ground because that happens all the time, but no. Yeah. No, really interesting. But I mean, he was messed up, though. I mean, his leg didn't even wouldn't even straighten up. I mean, no, he, he, he looked horrible. I mean, yeah, Tony Romo said it perfectly when he stood up. He's like, "Oh, he's woozy." I mean, you could see it. Oh, yeah. he, he stood. Up, he had no idea where he was. No, and that, I thought the NFL did a good job, or whoever's in charge on the field of not letting them come back. Yeah, I mean, clearly he was out cold. Yeah, but he needed his dad. He was done. That's the end of that. Yep. Um. Yeah. So I think, you know, again, I think Cleveland. You know, they left points on the board. I think they could have won that game for sure. I agree. Um, I thought their play calling right before they punted at the end where Kansas City basically ran out the clock was really bizarre. Um, I didn't like it at all, and I think that kind of screwed them. Mm-hmm. So, um, so last game of the weekend was Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Um, I was really surprised at this game, but I think this one came down to, you know, Drew Brees was awful. Yep. And that's all it was. And I thought New Orleans dominated the special team, especially in the first half. Um, Brady wasn't that great, but it was basically just Breeze. Uh, he, he was just terrible in that game. They just couldn't get anything going. Um, they had, a, I think, uh, Cook had a fumble in the first half. They were, they were just bad. They deserved to lose that game. I was surprised, but, um, you know, Brady does it again. Yeah, um, I, I think he nailed it on the head there. I thought that the Saints overall played better than the Bucks. I thought the Bucks looked really bad in the first half. I don't know why. So I was watching, but I didn't think Brady literally looked right. They couldn't move the ball very well. I think the Saints, if they would have had a con- – I mean, if Jameis Winston would have played that game, and I hate to say this, I feel like if he would have played that game, they, it would have been close or they would have won. Um, on that same note, I do want to just make a quick point. I have, I think I, I shared this a little bit with you too. Ever since the Saints um, – ever since that um, Darren Sharper pick six in the Super Bowl against Peyton Manning against the Colts, I think it was 2011 or 2010 – I've always hated the Saints. I've hated Drew Brees, hated everything about him. I do want to say how awesome it is that we got to see Brady at in New Orleans in the divisional round as Drew Brees' last game. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing him be an announcer. He seems like he's a great guy. I think he's had a great career, and I'm happy to see him go to the Hall of Fame um, when that time does come. But I know I speak for a lot of NFL fans when I say it's, 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 it's always kind of bittersweet to see guys like that go. And he's always been fun to root against because, you know, he always throws those bad picks and stuff like that. But he'll go down as one of the better quarterbacks in my memory. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think he's definitely – I was trying – I was talking to my son this weekend about that, where, where I would rate him overall all time. And, you know, I still think he's, he's not top 10 no. for sure. No, I agree. Um, top 20 maybe? Top 20, but it just depends where he's at in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, he's been, he's been great, man. Awesome yep. career. Um, so let's – real quick, let's talk about the teams that lost. I mean – yeah. Who do you think has the best future? Um, who's in trouble? What do, what do you think? Well, I think I think we both talked about this and focused on this point. It's the Browns. I think they have a really young coach. They have a young coaching staff. They have a guy in Baker Mayfield that's um, it was in the third season. Um, they came out of the same draft as guys like Josh Allen and stuff. They have good running backs. I think that team's future is excellent going forward. I think the other team that shockingly looked like, you know, they have a lot of promise going forward would actually be the Saints for me I know that they you know that they obviously they don't have a quarterback situation and stuff like that but they have talented offensive playmakers they have really good young guys on their special teams like you talked about um, those are my two most promising coming out of it but the Browns by far I think have the highest ceiling yeah I think they're the one with the, less, the least questions I mean mm-hmm. the Saints definitely have the most 
And then um, you have Baltimore that's going to have, you know, Lamar's going to have a lot of questions to answer this offseason. Yeah, do they keep him as their starting quarterback? Because I think it's a big one. Yeah, with his accuracy. Then you got Goff there with the Rams because they won a Super Bowl with him. I mean, they got they got a window right now where they, have, they need to win. Yeah, salary cap with them is huge too. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm with you though. I mean, the Saints, I, I'll be really curious to see where they go from here. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of questions. They have a lot of cap issues as well. A lot of high-priced, um, you know, veterans you know but then you have a guy like michael thomas who's making 20 million a year he's he got injured he didn't do anything this year he didn't even catch in that game yeah. um, i know he's having i think he had surgery today mm-hmm. he um, had two surgeries you, know, you just have a lot of players like that where you, you know you got to figure out what you're going to do with these guys yep um so moving on from there so let's go ahead with the um tampa and green bay okay. green bay's favorite by three points this weekend over there's 51 and a half um, I'll let you start with this one. Okay. Uh, you know, for me on this one, I, obviously that I think that it's very clear that the Packers are – the Packers, to me, are the better team. I watched – obviously, I watched a lot of Green Bay this year. We, this is stuff that I've talked about in the past all NFL season long because I've had Rodgers and Devontae Adams on, my, on the big fantasy league I'm in. The Packers are infuriating. They've always been infuriating, but it's the things that have been infuriating about them are things that they haven't really shown this year, except for in that week that they played the Bucks, where they just got absolutely stomped. And I don't know if that was more because it's the typical it happens all the time. Rodgers doesn't care game, or if the Bucks just truly match up well against them. But I think at the end of the day, this game's gonna be really close. I think um, something that people don't remember a lot about Brady is he's a cold weather quarterback. It's supposed to snow in Lambeau. Uh, I don't think it's going to snow a lot, but it's supposed to be like 29 and like flurries. That weather fits towards Brady. I mean, all those, all those, um, uh, you know, late January uh, playoff games in Foxborough, it was cold and wet. So I think that this is going to be a fun matchup. I think that it's two teams that I'm excited to see play each other with all of their weapons healthy and going full bore. Um, my, I'm leaning towards the Packers in this one, but I, I wouldn't, you know, I'm, I'm too nervous to bet it. Yeah, I think for me, this is Packers all the way. I think they're the better team. I know what happened, whatever that was, week six or whatever. But, I mean, if you watch that game, Green Bay dominated that first quarter, and then um, Rodgers had a basically ill-advised pass to uh, Devontae Adams, who was coming off – I think he was coming off a hamstring injury, Mm -hmm. wasn't he? Yeah. I don't think he was quite right. Um, You know, what I would say, too, about the Packers – is even in that game against the Rams, I was kind of saying how it was kind of closer than I thought. I mean, they left a lot of plays on the table. They had some weird drops for their receivers. Yeah, yeah, a um, couple open touchdowns. To make all the plays they need to make, um, they're going to be really tough to beat for any team. I mean, Rodgers is playing at that kind of level. Uh, their uh, Green Bay's offensive line was playing well. Um, you know, for Tampa Bay, Antonio Brown might not play. He's going to be a game-time decision. Um, so I, I just think Green Bay is a better team right mm-hmm. now. Um, but, you know, again, Brady Magic, you never know with him. But I, I think to me, I think three points is generous and a good I, – I think it should be a little bit higher. I mean, I think it should be four and a half or four. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think to me, I think Green Bay is uh, uh, the play there. Um, so to the, the later game, it's Buffalo at Kansas City. Kansas City is favored by three. Um, looks like Mahomes, he practiced today, I think, on a limited basis. But it sounds like he's going to be good to go. Um, so – this game is another one, man. I've been back and forth on this game all day long. What's the what? Have you seen what the weather's supposed yeah, to be? Yeah, it's there? supposed to be. It's supposed to be like thirty six and rain. Ugh. I know. Isn't that horrible? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think for me, I, I'm just taking Buffalo in this one. I think Buffalo is a better team right now. I think um, obviously the biggest thing with 
Buffalo, their biggest problem this year has been the rushing attack is, you know, you can run on them. And I don't think Kansas City can run on mm-hmm. anybody. Um, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire might play, but I, I don't think he's going to play. Um, Le'Veon Bell, I don't. he was in the game last week, but he didn't ever run the ball. Um, he wasn't involved at all. I don't know if they're saving him or what's yeah. going on there. And then so you got Daryl Williams, and he's basically a third – you know, he's a glorified third down back. Um, I don't think they can exploit what Buffalo's bad at. And what they're good at is their, sec- their secondary is good. Um, they got good quarterbacks. Their safeties are really good. And their linebackers are pretty good as well. They're just not good against the run. And I don't see Kansas City um, exploiting that at all. And I think with Mahomes' injury, and not just the head injury or neck or whatever he did, but his toe injury, if he can't, if he's not mobile at all, I think that really plays in um, Buffalo's favor. So I like Buffalo in this game. I like them to win this game. And um, I just, I think Kansas City's got some real weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they haven't looked good for um, a few months now. Yeah, for me on this one, I'm all Bills. Um, you know, I for a lot of the reasons what you just said, like their their, their main weaknesses, so the, their rush defense, Kansas City couldn't run their their running backs couldn't run themselves out of a paper bag. I mean, they really couldn't. Uh, Le'Veon Bell looks horrible. I thought he's looked really bad since he's been there. Even if Hilaire does play, I don't think he's fully healthy. I think they'd be rushing him back. And Mahomes is their other running threat, and he has a toe injury. And as we know from – we've all had receivers that get, like, a toe injury or something like that. That is it completely changes the way that they move. And, I mean, you can imagine that just as, as an everyday person, everyday life. If you had a toe injury, like your big toe, you'd feel that every time you walked. I mean, it would just really hamper you. Um, I love the Bills in this one. I think every year there's a team that kind of rises up that's been there, that's been maturing. I think Josh Allen's done everything to prove that he is the real deal. He's probably, the, he, you know, you could argue that he could be the best quarterback that came out of that draft class. And there's a fair amount of good guys that came out of that class. I love the Bills here. I think that the Magic's alive. I, um, you know, I think that they're doing it for the fans. I think Josh Allen's having fun out there. I've been listening to him on some podcasts. Like he was on um, um, uh, the Barstool um, football podcast. And he just sounds like a guy. I mean, he just sounds like you're every other kind of guy. He's like a guy you want to hang out with and have a, you know, drink a six-pack with and watch Sunday football with. And I like I like his attitude. I like, you know, his mindset. I'm going Bills all day on this one. Yeah, love it, man. Um, so yeah, weather-wise too, I think I like I like both these games. The under Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they've hit the under in um, both playoff games. They played Kansas City. Obviously, went under last week. Um, and then if Tampa and Green Bay are both, if that's going to be snowy, well, I think that's going to be a tough one. That one I might think about. But I think Buffalo, Kansas City, the over/under is fifty-four. I could go ahead and hit the under on that one with confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, so real quick, I mean, so you got four. Obviously, you got Rogers. Um, Brady, Mahomes, and Josh Allen. Who do you think's under the most pressure um, for these for these championship games? Boy, that's a really loaded question. Well, I think that okay. So I'll I'll just break it down by going through each quarterback. I think Tom Brady would probably be my choice, um, and I'll start with him just because that's the top. They're at the top of my list of the games here. His pressure relies on the fact that I think that there's a lot riding on him being able to prove that he did it without Belichick. I know that that narrative's kind of dead, but I think that it's going to come alive if they lose this game. Uh, so I think he feels that. I think that he he already is in a league above everybody else as NFL quarterbacks. He's proved he's the best of all time. He's proved he's the greatest of all time. But the amount of extra added on 
proof that he can gain from winning a one more with a different team that in his first year there is so high. I think this means a lot to him personally. So I think he's on a lot of pressure within himself. As So then I move down to the next team, Packers, Rodgers. I don't think Rodgers really cares that much, if I can be 100% honest with you. I think he's out of Green Bay. I think this is this from the beginning of the year. This has been a real fu season to everybody. He broke up with Danica Patrick right before the season. I think he just wanted to focus on football. He's gonna. Sh- he wants to show Green Bay what they're giving up on, and then he's gonna move on. I mean, all indications is is he's not going back there next year. He's gonna go play somewhere else. So I don't. I think that for him, the motivation is is it doesn't even matter. Like if he gets down by a lot, I don't think he's gonna care that much. I think Josh Allen has that young guy attitude. He wants to win this. He wants to do this for the city of Buffalo. But I think that he's so young and he knows his team's young and they believe in him that he'll know that if he loses that, you know, there's he'll, he'll be ready for next year. And then for Mahomes, he just won it last year. And I think his, he's worried about getting his body healthy. I think Brady's the one that takes the most pressure. Uh, interesting. So I'm, I'm completely flip-flop on that. I don't, I don't think Brady has any pressure. I mean, he's clearly the GOAT. No question about it. I can't believe they got this far. I mean, if you right. went this this year, I, I, I thought they were going to be maybe a one and done, if not miss the playoffs mm-hmm. which, with, with the way they played against good teams. Um, Josh Allen, no pressure. I mean, I think what, whatever happens on Sunday, he's already won. Um, they have, you know, he's got the next decade to, you know, get back to the Super oh, yeah. Bowl, do whatever. Um, Holmes already proved what he needs to do. I think to me it's all about Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know, you have one – He's had some terrible losses in the playoffs. Sure he has. Crap for how he's had some stinkers, um, whether it be against Seattle, Arizona, uh, against the 49ers. Kaepernick went. They went into Lambeau with Kaepernick. They they crushed the Packers. Um, they had some really good teams. He's had some really bad losses in the playoffs. I mean, he's kind of like Drew Brees like that, where they've had really good records in the regular season. Mm-hmm. And he is just not necessarily him, but the whole team. They've had some really bad losses. I think for him as well. I mean, this is kind of. It's not a last day. I mean, they'll be fine next year, especially if he comes back. I mean, if you're saying he's not coming back, obviously it's bigger. But, uh, you know, I think this might be his last, not his last hurrah, but one of his last chances to get a Super Bowl. And then what that would mean would be he would have two Super Bowls in Green Bay, which would be one more than Favre, which would make him the greatest quarterback to me in Packers history. So I think to me, I think he has to win this game. I think they have to go back to the Super Bowl. Um, I think to me, that's that's kind of the biggest storyline. Um, so in saying that, I mean, what, what, which matchup? Is there, is there any matchup you would like? With like, um, are all the matchups good? What do you think? Um, you know, I think all the matchups would be pretty good. My obviously my dream matchup is Bills Packers. I really want to see that. Um, I think that would just be really fun to see. I think game-wise, that would be really fun to see. I think Bills Buccaneers would be really fun to see, too, because it would be the old guard against the new guard with Allen against Brady. Um, obviously, Chiefs getting back in there. I, You and me both are big fans of Andy Reid, so it would be great to see him get back in there. I think no matter what, we're going to be gifted with a really good Super Bowl. I think you nailed it on the head when you're talking about these the NFC and AFC Championship. These are both two good, four good teams. These are the four best teams and the four probably most fun teams to watch. I'm really excited to watch these games, and I'm happy with, you know, obviously I want the Bills to win for Rick, and I think that that's the the one that draws that carries the most meaning for a fan base. So that's who, the one team I'm be rooting for everybody else. But I'd be happy to see any of these four teams play in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I agree. I I think every matchup is good. That's what's weird about it. Usually there's one team in there that kind yeah. of sneaks in. Yeah. That would make it kind of weird, and you're hoping they don't get in. Um, 
or you know you see that every single year mm-hmm. but this i think this year there's storylines everywhere obviously you got brady rogers on the one side no matter who gets in they're gonna be the stories um you know the buffalo bills would be huge with josh allen the bills mafia all that kind of stuff and obviously mahomes rating you know the mvp from two years ago mm-hmm. you know probably the best player in the nfl by far i mean best quarterback um so i don't think it, there's any loser in this i can't i can't wait um you know, again, the minus three on both sides, gambling-wise, this is this is going to be tough, man. I cannot wait for this weekend. It's going to be gold. So, everybody, check out regularguysports.com. Um, I'm going to have my picks up tomorrow night. Um, you know, again, I'm still struggling on these, but um, I'll have them up. We're ready to go. I can't wait. So, uh, thanks for joining me, James. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks, everybody. Take care.